Howdy, folks. I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Utari, and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, what I'm referring to is growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do in this episode today is take some additional time and zero in again in excuse me, zero in again on a statement that Jesus made pertaining to us as his followers becoming peacemakers. Interesting terminology, not peacekeeper. We're not someone who's writing up a peace agreement. Peacemaker, someone who has the ability to change the environment, to literally take a chaotic environment and transform it into an environment that carries with it the whole atmosphere or the air of God's kingdom. Have you ever met somebody, when they walk into a room, you can feel the atmosphere of the room change? If you've ever met someone who is a dignitary, there's something about their presence When they walk into a room, the atmosphere of the room takes on a different air. The dignitary carries with them a certain air about them. And we, as disciples of Jesus, are designed to carry an air around with us, much like a dignitary does. We're called ambassadors of Christ for a reason. And that is because, as an ambassador, we represent Jesus. It's as though Jesus were standing in an area when we're there, and we are his ambassador. It's as though his kingdom is there. In fact, his kingdom is there where we are. Where we go, his kingdom goes. Just like where Jesus went, that's where the kingdom was. The kingdom is with the king, and the kingdom is with those who are citizens of his kingdom. It's our position, it's our place, it's our privilege to be a part of that, which is, once again, a very powerful reality. And then, leading up to that statement about us being a peacemaker, when Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of of God. (laughs) They won't be called children of Israel. 
They won't be called children of the United States. They won't be called children of Africa. They'll be called children of God. Of God, meaning children that represent God. Children that walk around like God would walk around, like Jesus would walk around. His children. And when we walk into a room, the atmosphere or the air of that room is designed to change. When we walk into a house and we say, peace be to this house, we extend our peace to that house. If there's someone there who is also in sync with that, who is in tune with that, our peace will resonate with them and it will be a point of fellowship for us. We will be able to stay there and enjoy the time there and actually see God manifest his presence there because he dwells in peace. God does not abide in chaos. He abides in peace. God is at peace with himself. And so we too need to be at peace with ourselves and with God and with one another. In that environment is where his kingdom is manifest. Now, in leading up to that, Jesus made a very important point when he made this statement. He said, also, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Pure in heart means blessed are the people that don't have mixture inside of them. Blessed are the people that don't have a lot of commotion going on inside of them. Blessed are the people that don't have ulterior motives occupying space in them. Blessed are the people that have purity in their heart. And when he's talking about our heart, he's not talking about the physical organ that pumps blood. He's talking about things that flow out of our core, of the center of who we are, our spirit the center of our being, that area of our life, when it's pure, the power of God is able to be manifest. When it is occupied with other things, there is a limitation that we have in our existence, and it is evident by the way we go about living our life. Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And then he said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. There's something about being connected with God that Jesus is making a correlation to because that is our calling. That's our highest purpose, is to be in relationship with God and to be at peace with him. Not being at a place of strife or enmity, but to be at peace with him where we have a right relationship, where things are right. When we know that we walk into a relationship with him, we meet his presence and his presence and our presence combined together, we have peace. It's a beautiful experience versus either there's no experience, there's no relationship at all, or it's antagonistic. Jesus emphasizes very clearly to us that what goes on inside of us is important. 
Not just the exterior things that we do, but the interior things that motivate us. A key word that was given to me years ago is something I want to pass on in this episode right here, right now. And that word is this. In order for us to be heard, in order for our voices to be truly heard, we must first be silent. And in order for us to be truly made whole, we must first be broken. We must first be silent in order for us to be truly heard. And that is a difficult thing for a young believer in Jesus. That is a difficult thing for anyone, but especially for those who are young in their relationship with Jesus, because the excitement and the exuberance can overtake a person, and we can speak before we think, or we can speak things out of turn, and they really don't have the weight that they need to, because there are certain things that only take place as a result of us being quiet. (laughs) Being quiet, taking time away from everyone else, and being quiet together with God. Because sometimes God does not say a word. He just wants to be with us. Just like there are times where we don't need to talk at all when we're with a close friend. We just like to be with them. When we're with our wife or our husband or our children, sometimes we just like to be with them. When we're with a friend, we just like to be with them. (laughs) Just take some time and be with them. Because that's where we get to really know each other. Oftentimes when we're busy talking, it's good to communicate, of course. But when we're always talking, we really don't get to know each other. It's in those quiet moments where we can just be together. Sometimes for an extended period of time. We just spend time together, and we get to know each other's heart. The words we say are important, but knowing each other's heart takes time, and it takes time for us being quiet. One of the first things that I learned when I was going to college was spending time alone, quietly with God was very, very, very important. Not just studying his word or studying other material, but being quiet, just sitting quietly with God. It was in those times that I began to know his heart. Even though I was tempted to preach and teach, there were a lot of things that I had to say, but it really hadn't grown deep inside of me yet, because sometimes those things require time, and they require time being quiet. In order for us to be truly heard, we must first be silent. And learning that is a discipline. Sometimes we have to take our thoughts captive. Literally, our thoughts, we have to take them and lasso them, rope them up, and bring them into a place where we say, stop, 
I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about the glory of God, the brilliance, the shining glory of God. And I'm going to think on that, and I'm only going to think on that. And I'm going to continue, and I'm not even going to say those words. I'm just going to envision the glory of God until I do. Funny thing that happens. We do. And what we behold, we become like. When we behold Jesus, when we fix our eyes on him, when we worship him, not talking to him, but when we worship him and we behold him, when we fix our attention on him, like those beings, like those creatures that fly around the throne and say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who is and was and is to come. Constantly looking at him. Those simple words are the ones that come out of their mouths but they're beholding him and the radiance of his presence saturates them. And they become like what they behold. They become like the majesty and the brilliance of God. We too become like God as we behold him, but it requires us being quiet, being silent, taking our thoughts and bringing our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, so that we can fix our attention on him and not on our words, not on the next thing we're going to say, but on him, fixing our attention on him so that we can be heard. When we speak, we have something to say, something of substance, something that is impacting, not just noise. Thank God he has given us his word. I appreciate his word, but his presence, without his presence, words are nothing more than words. But words with his presence, there is his kingdom, his life, his power, his spirit. His words are not just letters. They are spirit and they are life. They contain power. And the power that they contain is his life, his very presence. Knowing the presence of God and abiding in his presence for extended periods of time are things that once we have the disciplines in place, they become natural. The only time that it's unnatural is when we are disciplining ourselves or being disciplined to be silent or to be quiet, to be meek, to have our thoughts meeked so that we're not just rambling, but we are able to express things as a result of being his presence, but also our words contain his presence. They make peace because we are filled with peace. Let's pray. Father, there are so many things for us to say, but there's also a time for us 
to be quiet. And so I ask that you would help each and every one of those of us who are involved right now in this very work that you're doing across the nations, and that is attuning people to your presence in a greater way, that there would be the encouragement found in what we say and what we do to each other to lead us into places of being still and being quiet and knowing you, knowing your presence, being filled with your peace, being filled with your presence, Lord, is a cry of our heart so we can carry your presence with us. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, folks, I love you. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll get back in touch with you. In the meantime, God bless you. Adios, amigos.